bags and bin Hello. bags. Episode 13. Take one. Action! Hello! <laughs> How are you? Are you introducing this week? I'm introducing this week. I've got the paper there, but I'm really going to try not to look at this, right? <laughs> Scan it super quick. <laughs> Welcome to Chimbags and Bin Bags, the podcast where two best mates talk about utter nonsense. In there, something. No. Talk about utter nonsense in their 30 something lives. I was halfway there. Join us for red flags and what's in your bin bag. Yay! What is the beverage? Well, oh, this yeah, you're week, away. What have you got? Well, this I'm week like... I'm on location <laughs> in Cardiff uh, for you know very important press meetings and meeting celebrities and stuff because they've taken an interest in the pod. So you know I'm taking off the That's team, traveling down to Cardiff. You know, know. it's a bit of a trek. Well, it's here, but I'm here for it. It's cool. <laughs> got meetings in the I morning. Could, I couldn't make it unfortunately for the meet and greets, but we'll have to. We have a big meet and greet coming up in London at the beginning of next year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the Kensington and the Olympia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. <Yeah. laughs> you know, you know, made it big time, guys. We don't need you anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got a producer lined up, got a director lined up. I'm the director! <laughs> <laughs> got some guests on the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Famous. Loads of famous. Oh, we could name drop. But that's not us. We can't. We're you know within contracts. We can't disclose ah, yes. information just yet. Hmm. I am in Cardiff this week. Uh, Cardiff with work because I do events and I go around the country and set up stands and give out free pence for a living. So yes, I am in my hotel room and I have tea today. Just tea. Aww. I've already had wine. You see, I mean, I could call room service, but bit of a faff so just tea tonight which i've drank so i need to make another one um but uh, <laughs> i have the kettle <laughs> kettle it's a kettle get the kettle out and uh pour yourself a cup of tea there you are uh, oh jesus i need to uh, replace said kettle <laughs> anyway who are you <laughs> I'm all right. Do you want to know my beverage? I've not got a bottle of wine this week. Okay. I did finish said bottle of wine eventually. I mean, towards the end, it tasted a bit naff, to be honest. Oh, did it? Mm. So I just had a few swigs and I was like, eh. But I am back to my room and Coke. Sophie's back in town. <laughs> oh, I've missed rum, Sophie. She's been she? gone a while, but she's back. To cause happy. Excellent. Doing what she does best. Cheers. <laughs> so um bear with one minute. I've got I've got my notes. I've had my um my producer back home taking me a picture of my notes. So I'm just gonna send them to my other oh, phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I can st- Antonio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How how's your week been? My week was good. I had my mellow week, didn't I? I had my chilled week, so mm-hmm. an awful lot to report. Just went for a meal with the family oh, on yeah. Thursday evening. That was nice. So it was me, mum and dad, Freya, Leon, Daisy. And we went to Freya's friend and Vivi's Italian restaurant. And it was grumdiddly umptious. And it was just nice to get out and be with the family as well. Nice. We've not done that for a while. Friday was very different to my usual Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> so I had Daisy, we did a little bit of shopping after school and we got a takeaway. Yeah, we got a takeaway. Yeah. Got some sushi. Got some sushi. It's been a while since we've had sushi. So we got some sushi. And that was nice. And then Saturday I went shopping with my mum, Freya and Daisy again. For birthday presents for myself. But I couldn't see anything. It's because here you've got all the um the winter stuff's out. And it's not quite winter time yet. It's the there's a nip in the air. So there's that chill. But you can't be wearing a big 
polo neck jumper at the moment. And it's cool in the mornings. It's cool at uh, it's cool in the mornings. It's cool at night. But in the middle of the day, it's boiling. So and what kind of temperature is like the middle of the day? Well, I mean, it's twenty now. So that's quite hot. Really. Yeah, exactly. So it's like similar to that, really. Oh, it's even like it's too hot for jeans, really, isn't it? Mm. I've dug out my leggings, but that's mainly for in the mornings, like I say. But yeah, when you're not in the sun, you can feel it as well. But. So everywhere's winter stuff and it's like, I don't want any winter stuff because I've still got all my summer stuff out. So I don't even know what winter stuff I've got yet, mm-hmm. you know, to know what to get. And it's just like, so I was looking for maybe some shoes for my outfit for my party. I have got a pair of shoes that I was going to wear, but I thought, you know what, play the field. <laughs> See if there's <laughs> any more out there. <laughs> See if the grass is greener. <laughs> but no. No, there was a nice pair in Zara, a nice pair of black studded, like, rhinestone ones, but they were 40 quid, and they were not special. You know, to say, I didn't need, need, need shoes, so... Mm-hmm. But everywhere else was just trainers and boots, because, again, it's winter time. So I gave up on that and just got some makeup. My, I'm getting my nails done tomorrow. That's why I want a nice fresh shirt for tomorrow, but you made us record on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I've three nails down on this hand. I would have had a beautiful set that I could have shown off to you, but no, no. no you can no. show them on next week's pod. Yeah, they'll be on for another five weeks. <laughs> um, So I think my mum's paying for them for me, and I'm getting my hair wazzed on Friday. When you get older, there's not a lot of stuff that you, you need or want, so it's nicer if someone maybe pays for beauty treatment or something for you, you know. That kind yeah, of treat like, as opposed to a physical wrapped present. Well, that's it. I prefer someone to like take me out for a meal or something, you know, spend the time with me yeah. rather than just money on me. I mean, it's nice to open gifts, don't get me wrong, but yeah, it's nice to have that special time. Jodie as well. Jodie's taken my birthday off and because she didn't know like about my party at first and stuff. So, so like it's nice that she's done that for me and I'm going to see her and I'm going to go shopping with her or something. So, I'm excited for your party. Can't wait to hear all about it. Um, <sighs> and your birthday in general, and just you deserve a little bit of happiness in your life right now and a little bit of fun. Well, I hope it's going to be bloody happy. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Be fine. Be fine. Because just... at the moment, it's just drama after drama, this freaking party. You can but... just get pissed and have a nice time. <laughs> well, I shall. I'm just going to be in the middle of the dance floor, dancing my little legs off, not giving a shit about anybody around me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's me. And today I just chilled, cleaned. The usual Sunday. Adulting. <laughs> and I'm so boring, isn't it? Yeah. Um, How about you? How was your week? My week, um, well, I'm over my cold now, so we're all good. Yeah. We're live and kicking smashing um so um i went to birmingham on wednesday that took me ages to get home oh my word so it took me two hours to get there on the wednesday morning i started off at half five got there at half seven um did the full day and then set off at half four to come home didn't get home till half seven i was like oh my god this traffic is horrendous i was just oh, like I not did. getting anywhere and as i was driving it kept saying I still had an hour left, even though I've been driving for like an hour and then another hour. Like, you have an hour left still. It's only two <laughs> hours. Why Why is it taking so long? Um, and then I went through the toll uh, and I paid the toll and looked at my receipt when I got to the event and I was like, 15 quid? I was like, what the hell? I'm sure it's only like eight or something. Anyway, turns out I paid for a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I did. This big HGV that I've got <laughs> back here. <laughs> so I paid 15 quid for the and I didn't need to. I only needed to pay eight. <laughs> so there was me thinking that my car was bigger than it was. Um, yeah, only me. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> a bit bigger. <laughs> Heavy goods, but yeah, go on. Um, anyway, so I did the conference and then um, Thursday went to the office and sorted out the stock and everything took that back um so yeah not a majorly eventful week on friday i went to the gym i was back in the gym 
do my yeah. double classes. Why am I cheering this? I don't know. But yeah, I had a nice on. little chat with Libby. So that was cool. Um, and then Saturday, yesterday, I went out with my mother. Went to get some cheese and wine. Oh, yes. I saw your pictures. How was that? It was nice. It was really good. And mum had a nice time. Um, she uh, had a nice little afternoon, little cheeky wine, and then afterwards she went, you can go for a drink somewhere else. But okay, Ooh, you're on the lash. <laughs> so I went for another few drinks, and then she's like, should go home. I still need to make me tea. It's like good plan. So <laughs> um, she had some um, like well, she well, she had a glass of wine at the thing, and then um, two gin teas after at the other place. So. She was suitably merry, and I made sure she got on the bus, and then I got on my bus, oh, wow. and all was well. Um, so yeah, she had a nice little time. And then today, I went to Cardiff. Well, I'm in Cardiff, hello, I'm here. <laughs> um, I'm in my hotel, and uh, <laughs> which I need to send you the hotel tour, obviously. I mean, you can have one oh. now, if you like. Um, <laughs> so every, let me just say, every hotel shall have visits, because she does get about... <laughs> <laughs> In a good she visits place. lots of hotels. She gets about a lot. <laughs> she has to send me a hotel tour because I find them rather interesting. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. Um, as a review, or what's the view? No, it's a car park and the bins. Oh, it's a car park. They always <laughs> put you on the car park. Yeah. In the bins. Biffa bins! <laughs> oh, did they do Biffa in Ghana? Biffa. <laughs> Biffa bin. That's a shit Welsh accent, sorry. Yeah, um, that's that's me. So I've just been, I came down on the train with my colleague and chatted to her for the whole three and a half hours. And then we um, got to our rooms, checked in. And, um, that's what she's and there as well. Yeah, we just went to go and get some food at the hotel restaurant. What you have? What you have? I had lasagna. We both had lasagna. Yeah. Not had lasagna for ages and I just really fancied it. So two cheeky glasses of wine and lasagna. Um, and then dessert. I didn't get dessert, but I had the cookie I got from Starbucks earlier. Because uh, I didn't eat it on the train. It was a pumpkin spice cookie. Oh, did they do them? Yeah, pumpkin spice cookie. And I had a pumpkin spice latte as well. But I had that do you know, time. right? I've had every version of pumpkin spice that they've brought out this year, right? Hmm. And I, every time I think, why? Why do I not just get the original pumpkin spice latte? Because that's the best one, the hot mm-hmm. one, the normal one. Mm-hmm. And I've had every original, the cold brew, the freaking frappuccino, the ice latte or whatever it is of it. And I finally got the normal pumpkin spice latte yesterday. And it was like, why didn't I just get this in the first <laughs> place? Why have I spent 20 quid on previous drinks? And they've been shite. So yeah, sorry, <laughs> just interrupt you with that. You what did you not like about the other versions? I don't like the cold version of pumpkin spice because I feel like you can taste a lot of the like flavoring of it, and it. I don't like the flavoring so much. I like it blended in with the coffee. Mm-hmm. I like that, but the other version was just the taste mm-hmm. of the pumpkin. I didn't like that so much, and the cold brew. What the hell was I fucking thinking with that? Because that's just black coffee. With a smidgen bit of milk on top. Why did I yeah. think, oh, that looks good. Black coffee. That tastes beautiful. Everyone drinks black coffee. I put about 10 sugars in it and I still drink it. <laughs> but because it was cold, the sugar wasn't melting. <laughs> so it was like a bloody cocktail where all the sugars just sunk to the bottom. Remind me that a cold brew is black bloody coffee next time. Yeah, just stick to what you know. It was like that. It was literally like that. Yeah. And I'm like, couldn't even taste the pumpkin part of that. Um, yeah, so that, that was it. That was my week, really. And then one thing that came, popped into my little head while I was driving along the motorway the other day, I was thinking, do you think people overtake you based on your car? So, like, prejudge you. You've got a shit car. I'm going to overtake you. So, like, for example, <laughs> BMW drivers, they think they own the road. No offence to BMW drivers who don't think that. You're absolute wanker. (laughs) I love them. (laughs) Just Mm. overtake, Mm. like kind of out of impatience. And yes, I know I drive a Peugeot 108 and 
it doesn't necessarily go which as is your car class as a truck which is also a truck um, <laughs> it does go and i can get up to 70 and above on there if i need to so it's not the tv it's carrying a heavy load on the back that's why <laughs> so there's no need for you to be a not an overtake unnecessarily um and then do I do. Think that's why they're overtaking. Probably. But when I can't, because I'm an HGV, <laughs> that's why they're overtaking. If, <laughs> if, if I'm like behind a car, no matter what it is, it could be a BMW driver or a Mercedes driver, and they're being like, you know, a Sunday driver where they just drive slow and yeah. they're doing under the limit. And you think, you're going to crash. You're going to cause a crash. I'm going to overtake you. So I tootle along and overtake you, my little version 108. And then it's up to the actual speeds on it. Oh, we'll take them and there you go. Happy days. They don't like that. They come around, speed past me. It's like, oh, you do have an accelerator, do you? Okay, smash it. Jog on. And you just think, are you judging Is that about just people? rage, though? Maybe. Like, that rather is than the car rage. itself? Yeah, I guess I so. But I do think people you me. judge you on the make of your car, whether they overtake you or not sometimes. I mean... To an extent, yes and no, because I think you judge a car, like you say, just because of the car, not... I mean, in the way that, like you say, for example, BMW drivers, you know they're ponces. You know they're a complete ponce. So you just automatically presume that person in that BMW is a ponce, because they usually are. So, and I don't even drive, (laughs) but I know they're ponces. So... (laughs) Yeah, you just presume like if they've got a fancy car, like all oh, the Teslas now that you get. Ponces! <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, my car automatically breaks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was just one thing that occurred to me. So if anyone listening out there thinks the same, let us know. Are you a BMW driver and are you a Ponce? <laughs> let us know. Is there any in the world that aren't? <laughs> I don't know, Mercedes aren't too bad, are they? I don't know, it depends who's driving the car. If they think they're a big shot and they're like, yeah, look at me and my big Mercedes. Or they might just be a nurse. Mercedes driver. <laughs> it depends. I bet you don't get any more like your boy races, do you? And the Nissan Micros and stuff. Pimped up. Oh, there are Nissan still. Nissan Micros. Are there? Maybe not necessarily a micro, but you still get the boy racers that think they're it. And you're like pulling up yeah, next to them at the lights and you're like, they're Are they in flashy cars now, though? This is what I mean. Are they in old cars that they've done up, or are they actually like in... Because you can get anything on finance these days. There is, I reckon. I reckon some have got the old cars that they've done up, and some have just got a car that they've ruined and put a massive exhaust on it. It's like, why have you done that to that car? It's unnecessary. Yeah. Your car sounds like it's broken. (laughs) Go and fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it's just going to explode on you in a matter of minutes. (laughs) It's funny. Episode 11. How many mm-hmm. downloads are we on? Oh, I'm on my other laptop, so I go after Ah, you anything. can't see. How can you see? I can't see it, no. I'll have to check it. Oh, then. no. Log oh, on to me I should have messaged you before for you to look. It was up to 40. I think it was 14 or 15 last time I checked. Oh, because it was only eight on last time on the pod last week. Yeah, so it's gone all double, I'd say. <laughs> Everybody wants to know the tea. <laughs> so this is the thing. You are all listening. We know you're listening <laughs> because you want to be nosy and find out what's going on. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 it's like watching a reality TV show. You're not really that interested and then you get invested and you're like, mm. I must watch every episode. Clickbait. A bit of clickbait. What's happening yeah. there? <laughs> so Sophie and I have... I mean, as everyone has, we've been through trauma. And uh, two major incidents have been a particular traumatic experience for each of us. They're not related. Two different events. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I don't know why I laughed at that. (laughs) Um, And I can laugh by now. I mean, uh, even at the time, I was quite like, ah, if only that had happened, I could have, you know, change this or whatever what ifs yeah all the what ifs and stuff so a long long time ago i think it was back it was 2011 so how many years is that Mm, 10 11 12 12 years this year so 12 years ago this christmas so it was christmas eve and the reason i brought this up is because i feel like it's important to bring up stuff that you wouldn't normally talk about and 
to help other people and to sort of say that it, it's okay to talk about it. So back in 2009-11, Christmas Eve, I was going to work and I was working for a company and I was doing an early shift and it was at Christmas time. So obviously everyone was doing early shifts and deliveries and things like that. So I got to work dead early um, to start the 6am shift and I was waiting outside the back door because uh, that was the entrance and I was waiting for a manager to come from the car park underneath the building to then let me in the side door um, or back door whatever. and uh, before my manager got there um, this other male approached me and uh, asked me a question do you want to have sex I said no thank you and if you'd kindly Sorry, move along feel free to do it I'd like please please do so <laughs> Um, but it's such a random just question, isn't it? It's like it. it's just the way you word it. It's just at six like, o'clock in the morning. What do you have sex? I said, I was like, what, what? Are you on drugs? Anyway, um, so <laughs> he didn't. Um, and instead, as so I was in like a doorway, and the only way out of the doorway was the way I came in. Um, and the way he sort of pushed me back to the wall, um, uh, I, I went into the doorway. That was my escape. I was like, well, I'm not getting anywhere here. Why have I done this? Um, and then I was still up and kind of like pushed me back and put his hands around my neck and stuff and then pushed me back. And I'd end, at one point, something happened. Like, I don't know, maybe knocked me to the floor or punched me to the floor or whatever. But I was, I ended up on the floor. Um, and then he sort of like was on top of me. He just kept punching my face and he was, was attacking me. Um, so I'm just sort of in this kind of situation like, oh my God, what is happening? Um, and he essentially, I think his end goal was to get sex out of me, which obviously wasn't going to give. Um, and well, he didn't ask very nicely in the, in the first place and didn't do as he was told. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> the way you word in this, this is what's making me laugh. You don't get sex because you don't trust life today. So, anyway, so he kept watching me, and these words to me were, Give me a blood of all, kill you. And at that point, he put his hand to his back pocket, and then I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. This is it. Like, I thought he was going to pull out a knife or something. Nothing came back with his hand, just another punch. Um, and then eventually, my manager opened the door. So, I must have been on the floor in that situation for about six minutes. And it doesn't seem like a long, a long time, time, but it's a long yeah. time to be punched in the face. Like, doing plank for two minutes is a long time oh, fuck me even a minute jesus <laughs> so to do the push in the face for six minutes it's quite a long time anyway so my manager opened the door but he couldn't open the door properly because my head was in the crook of the, the hinges so and he this guy just looked up at him and i don't know whether he said it or whether i imagined it but it was a kind of like as if to say do you mind my manager said i don't know what you do but you need to leave and then only when the guy left did my manager then um, look down and go, oh, shit, it's you. Like, what has happened? Oh, my God, I'm covered in blood. Um, my handbag stayed on my shoulder the whole time, though, you know. So, <laughs> and in the... <laughs> um, and in those situations, um, you either do fight or flight. My response was flight. <laughs> as in, yeah, I wasn't yeah. fighting back. Like, I couldn't, like, get the physical force of this guy was like, oh, my God, I, I couldn't get him off me. Um, so the flight was kind of like freeze and just let it happen type situation. Um, anyway, so the guy left. He didn't get where he wanted to go. But he just punched me in the face a few times and that was fine. It wasn't fine. But you know what I mean? It could have been worse. Sometimes your point. body just goes into shock anyway. And you I don't that... really get to think, I'm a fight or fly here. You yeah. just do whatever your body just does, basically. Exactly. And you only reflect on it afterwards. And then I think afterwards... Oh, if only you've punched my nails a bit harder and broke it, I wouldn't have a bump in it anymore. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, but anyway, so <laughs> it turns out this guy went on. Yeah, I was the middle person of the three people that he attacked. He'd attacked another person a few months before and another person a few months after. Um, he, he got arrested and put in prison and then he was um, deported. So, you know, happy ending all around, but it was a very, obviously, traumatic experience I mean I can talk about it now I can laugh about it now um but I just wanted to sort of bring it up and say that people go through this stuff and you know it's we survive that thing you know it could have been a lot worse it was terrible at the time but I'm alive to tell the tale and it kind of felt like you know in Harry Potter where he's the snake looking down at Mr Weasley like you probably don't know the scene but it's like he's the snake attacking Mr Weasley in one of the later films and it kind of felt like an out-of-body experience at the time where I was looking down on me being attacked. 
it was really weird and I was like wow like your body just sort of leaves I think it's kind of like to protect yourself in a way like yeah. remove yourself from the situation when you can't physically do so um so so yeah I just wanted to bring that up I mean I find out like you know but when darker nights and mornings and stuff it's particularly darker mornings so it doesn't stop me doing things but it, it does send a little trigger it's like mm, yeah, dark at six o'clock in the morning that's happening if I'm out on the street or whatever I'm going to the gym so I'll go to the gym then no I know time, um, every episode I've got to tell you that <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah no even though it was all that many years ago it's every Christmas because it happened on Christmas Eve yeah, I'll always remember Christmas Eve yeah as oh it's so many years since I was punched in the face but that's how I remember it and that's my way of ah I'm alive still so mm-hmm. still that type of thing um and some people think god you just why are you not like you know dead sad and stuff and I just think well there's no point in doing that life moves on crack on type thing I think with both of our experiences it was wrong time wrong place yeah absolutely this is one of them that you can because like mine like you say about like walking like out at night and dead early in the morning when it's dark I get more scared yeah walking alone down the street at night mm-hmm. than I did not in this event but like you know my trauma was at 12 o'clock midday on a bloody Saturday afternoon you know what I mean so why am I more scared walking down the street at night when this happened like when totally unexpected so it's just like yeah wrong time wrong place so yeah my trauma was four years ago it was only four years ago actually the other day and like I said it's always shit before my birthday <laughs> so yes it was just before covid luckily because obviously you didn't wear a mask um so I, I used to work as an estate agent it was a Saturday afternoon normally only myself works in the office on a Saturday sorry no Saturday morning I used to work about 10 till 1 or something like that so not long and it's a Saturday afternoon. There's millions of people about because you've got other businesses right next door that people are going to and everything. Um, luckily, my colleague came in to do some email who wouldn't normally be there. So I wasn't actually on my own, but I would have usually been. Um, and it was because the office is very central to lots of places. So we'd always get people coming in. Excuse me, can you tell me where this place is? Excuse me, can you tell me where this place is? And it'd feel a bit like tourist information sometimes, more than estate agents. <laughs> so we had the door open in the office. I was at my desk. My colleague was at his, just going about our business like we do, doing our work. And a scruffy, scruffy, I don't want to like define him by nationality, but he was Spanish. And I'm the only one that speaks Spanish. And he walked in. And also, I'm not defining him for looking scruffy either. You know, people have been to the beach and stuff. So, again, not judging anyone on anything. So he comes in. I didn't realize that he'd actually closed the door until, you know, all these things that you don't clock until afterwards. And he, um, he had a rucksack on, a backpack, rucksack, whatever. He puts it down on my desk and says, excuse me. And I say, yes, in Spanish. And he goes into said rucksack and says, can you help me with this? And takes out, I don't want to say a machete because it was not a machete. It was a very large kitchen knife. And obviously you see the knife, you think, what is this guy doing? You know, whoa, hello. And yeah, you I just literally put my hands up and it was like, what What do I do? Mm. And because in this day and age, you don't know what anyone's plan is. Are they just trying to scare you with it? Are they like, do they have mental problems? Like, are they going to actually just stab you and run off with a stapler or something? You know what I mean? Just silly little things like this. You didn't know. So obviously my colleague didn't see, or saw the guy come in, didn't really take much notice to him, and he was on the phone speaking to a client and had his head down. And I'm trying to signal him, going, (laughs) hello. And so the guy says to me to go and sit with him, and he runs up. Actually, no. No, sorry, tell a lie. He goes up to the colleague with the knife and says, hang up. So then the colleague's like, whoa, okay. So again, I'm near the door. I could have just bolted it. You know what I mean? There was people on the street. I could have just ran over. 
but it's like these that you don't think of at the time because i'm thinking if i run peg it now what's he going to do to him and things like that you're just like even though i didn't really think of that but yeah i, I didn't want to just leave him behind so yeah he we sit down on the desk together he's asking for the money from the office and we're like we're in estate agents we don't hold cash um we had like a what do you call it? Like a, a kitty? Like petty a, cash, yeah. Yeah, petty cash that we bought coffees with, that we bought, you know, just for office supplies. So he took like 100 quid out of that. He took what hurt me the most was my jewellery. So I had my wedding ring, my engagement ring, and the most one was my dead grandma's ring, which obviously is irreplaceable, as are the other ones. But he took my Pandora. My Pandora like, yeah, I can get a new one, as I did. As everybody gifted me. Um, but there's things that cost nothing to... You know, he'd only sell them for drugs and stuff. But to me, they were very sentimental. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't care. So obviously then he wants my handbag. He wants to get my purse. He wants to... He's going through my purse. Good luck, mate. Because even I can't find money in that. So I've got a tenner in cash, which I was using to buy bouquet of flowers with after work for my ex-mother-in-law and my cards so obviously he took the bank card of the local bank that he knew but he left i had a revolute card and he left that because he didn't recognize it he also didn't take any mobiles because he knows that they you can track them now he took he was just going through everything all the drawers like he took a bottle of champagne that we had for a client and a box of chocolates that we had for a client this is what I mean. He was just grabbing anything because I think he realised that we don't have lots of money in the office. Like, so he's just getting whatever he can. He obviously took money off my colleague and cards. And like you say, the stupid things that you do, he's scrambling through the office. He drops my tenor. I'm still sat down with my colleague at the desk that we're together on. He drops my tenor and me, being stupid, <laughs> says, mate, <laughs> drop the tenor. <laughs> just not letting him notice and i'll pick it back up later when he goes if he goes whatever no i decided to be the good citizen and tell him look if you're gonna do it do it properly you dropped me tenor mate you know you gotta wonder where that is later on you're robbing me but i'll let you know when you're dropping the stuff that you're robbing let's do it properly though let's if we're gonna rob you know let's rob <laughs> but no it is one of those things like you say the traumatic so yeah i'm um, sorry from that story he then we had a little room where we had all the keys to the properties he locks us in there but he didn't realize that we could actually unlock it from the outside from the inside sorry he then you can hear him scrambling about and we're just staying there because guys mental he then which we didn't realize grabs the car keys of the company car and bolts for it in the company car which is so sign written you know it stands out like a sore thumb so again genius if i was there i would have told him god what are you doing are you dad set the unmarked one next to it <laughs> oh do you want mine yeah <laughs> so we stay in the room we could have he's gone we stay in the room just to like five minutes calm down be sure that he's definitely gone and then we come out we come out Sat there as an old English couple looking at us like we'd been canoodling in the cupboard. I come out shaking, and I mean shaking, because at one point, sorry, he did ask me to get he wanted the keys for that door to lock it, and he had like the knife. He's like, go on, go in there and like get the keys, and he's got the knife, and so I'm like that trying to get the key off the hook and like shaking, obviously like a shitting dog. So we come out of this room, and I'm like. <laughs> and they're looking at us like we've been up to no good in that bloody cupboard <laughs> and I said um, and they were like oh, we, we, I was like hello <laughs> I was like oh, yeah, we'd like to make an appointment for Monday and I was like <laughs> the office is completely ransacked right me and him are like <laughs> I'd like to make an office, uh, an office. I'd like to make an appointment for Monday. I said, I'm sorry. I was like, we've just been robbed. <laughs> I said, I'm just shaking like a shitting dog here. And she's like, 
so can we not make an appointment? And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> can you call back on Monday? <laughs> Are people sick? And then obviously we had to call the police. Had to call the bosses because they were away for the weekend, conveniently. But yeah. It's traumatic. Like I say, you don't know what the hell that guy's thinking. I did think, this is it. This is how I'm going. This is me. Like, I'm not going to see Daisy again. This is it now. And I remember, like I say, we had my mother, ex-mother and father-in-law's wedding celebration that evening. And that tenor was getting them a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> Luckily, I messaged a flower girl and I was like, look, that bouquet that I've ordered. And she's like, no, no. Like, I told her just been robbed <laughs> that sounds like a petty excuse <laughs> yeah just been robbed so can i get that okay free of charge um she's like no you pay me back whenever like type of thing and i remember walking into the restaurant so i was like i've got to crack on like i'm not gonna let like sit in my room and be rocking back and forth and stuff we've been at the police station all day you know i was just sick to death of it i just wanted to get out and distract myself Have a drink. i walked in that restaurant and Freya, my mum, my ex-mother-in-law, running over, just hugging me all, crying their eyes out and stuff. What's worse is they were cutting a cake and they had a big knife and I was like, I'm PTSD. But yeah, and never got any of my stuff back. And I had to identify him in a lineup as well, didn't I? That was... It's all an experience, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to put it down to that. Yeah, I think it makes you... <clears throat> who you are today in terms of build up your resilience and stuff to crack on like yeah. not let it hold you back like I went back to work shortly after well I think I must have took Christmas off and then I was back at work um yeah. had some counseling and work were kind of pushing me to do my normal shifts and then I shifts were like 10 till 4 and I changed them to 11 3 so that I was in lighter hours yeah yeah. Um, so I did that for a few weeks and they were like, when are you going to do back, go back and do 10 falls again? I was like, oh God. So I eventually did it. I was back in town like two weeks after the event just to get back in because I thought, if I don't go back into town, I'll never do it type thing. And you've just got to get back on the horse and move on. Life moves on. Yeah, it was horrible. But what could you do? I had to go to court yeah. and stuff. And um, oh, yeah. And the guy was there. I couldn't see him, but you could hear him whimpering and stuff. And apparently he'd written me and the other two girls a letter about his remorse and his apologies. And I didn't want to read it. I was like, what can you say to me in a letter? Like, you've done what you've done. You know, you go off and be deported. Do you three years or whatever. Probably wouldn't mean it anyway as well. Well, exactly. It's only only apologetic because he got caught and didn't get what he wanted. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, some people. But hey, how we move. Yeah, I was like that. Yeah, I couldn't be in the <coughs> office on my own. I was allowed to lock the door when I was on my own and stuff. Yeah. I think I went back after a week, a week, I think it was. Yeah. Because I had to go back in. So that was the Saturday I got robbed. I had to go in the, on the Monday with the fingerprint, like the CSI guys. Oh, yeah. And do all that. But what's funny is, like, when you go to court, I'm the defence lawyer. And you're like, why is there a defence lawyer like? And I don't know about you, but they were saying, because obviously we have, like, we were dealing with the special police. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that are undercover cops and stuff like that. They're not in average, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so I don't know what I was trying to say. So, yeah, so obviously they were like, is this all true, what you're saying? You know, have any of the police... I encourage you to say things like this or have they made you say things like that? And I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, it's this is funny. Yeah. Um, I had to do a video interview with the people and um, the police straight after, like on the same day. I think I did like three interviews that day and I was just starving because I'd not eaten since like five o'clock that morning. I was like, really hungry. Um, <laughs> and I did this interview at the end of the day. There's two women, so the one that was interviewing me and then one was in another room watching on video. All right. Um, so the woman was trying to say, asking me all the questions, like, how did it happen? What happened? Blah, blah, blah. Where were you positioned? What did you do? What did you do? Um, I said, I'll just show you. So I just got on the floor because it was like... <laughs> 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 I 
can just imagine it. <laughs> just lay on the floor. I mean, I'll like just... a Kimbo. Charlotte's <laughs> famous position. Like the Kimbo. I'm like, oh, is it the head? My head was in the cock of the door like this, and I'm on the floor, and he's on top of me, and the, the door opened this way, and blah, blah, blah. And then the other woman came in from the other room, and she said, That was the most entertaining video interview I've ever seen. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, not the boring sods that just describe it. You actually reenact it. <laughs> I watch. They're like, Get on the floor, you flipping melon. <laughs> exactly you know it's better to give visuals if you can <laughs> yeah so that might have been a bit too deep for our usual pod but i just thought yeah pressing something different for a change yeah um, anyway lighter notes <laughs> well there you go if you have any traumas please see, seek help <laughs> don't come to us <laughs> We can give you guidance and stuff and how to deal with it by saying crack on. But well, you know, <laughs> yeah. man up, will you? Better things are coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Um, have you got any red flag? Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. I like the sound. We're doing good. We're doing good. I do have a red flag. Not one of mine personally, but it's one that I saw on the TV. So if you've been with someone, say, a month, and they tell you they're going off to work, that's fine. But then you find out from someone else they're not at work when mm-hmm. they say they're at work. And said person that saw that thought they were going to be at work to see them at work asks another member of staff that works there, and they say, we don't know this person. What? <laughs> That is definitely a red flag lying about working somewhere. So where where does said person go? And why do they lie and say that they are working when they've been caught out that they're not actually working? Interesting. And this is at a restaurant. And Mm -hmm. it's not like they work in the kitchen. Let's just put it that way. Well, um, I've got a combined bin bag and red flag. Red flag. Red flag. So, Ooh, what's that then? A so red flag? <laughs> a bin flag? <laughs> we need a new sound effect. Let's get sound effect. Red bag. Red bag. Bin flag. Bin flag. One of those, yes. So, <laughs> the red flag element of it is um, people who push their religion onto you. So, push what? religion onto you so if you're oh. you know meeting someone for the first time and then they suddenly start preaching about their religion and you're like whoa 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 chill out you know that i might not be religious or i am got a different religion to you you know what i mean and someone just suddenly goes oh you should believe in this and that, and that blah 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 you're like no pipe down i'm okay thank you and um, and then the bin bag element of it is okay. uh people who knock on your door and you think it's a parcel oh, i had mormons the other day what? yeah is that what you mean yeah yeah so it's like you're expecting a parcel <laughs> run to the door it's not your parcel it's somebody you've never met before telling me i should believe in some other religion that they believe in and you're like what shush your face no like, you're not my parcel you're not food that i've ordered like <laughs> exactly the same thing the other week yeah so that's my red flag and my bit religion and knocking on the door not religion as a, in general no no but rephrase <laughs> awesome <laughs> forcing religion on you yeah would you say that though with like say forcing veganism yeah it's, it's like a a belief isn't it or a yeah. a lifestyle it's like anything that's been forced upon you that you you're not you know encouraging you're like hang on a minute yeah Yeah. but then you should have to respect like how the other person is fair enough if you're a vegan fully respect what you eat no but i mean like they should also respect (laughs) like religion vegan (laughs) same thing they should also respect your beliefs 
like if you were wanted to eat a burger, they shouldn't be like trying to force down your neck why you shouldn't be eating that burger. Yeah, they should be saying, no, you shouldn't be eating that, you shouldn't be eating this. They're like, yeah. I'm having a German burger. Or vice versa in terms of like religion. If you don't believe in anything, they should be like, okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly the same thing. Yeah. So that's my bin bags and red flags. Do you have any bin bags? Bin bags, bin bags, um, bin bags for this week. Where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> drama. Let's put drama in the bin. Drama in the bin. Drama in the bin. Stick <laughs> in the bin. Because it's not nice, and no one should have to go through it, but they do. Unfortunately, at some point in their life. Yeah, and it comes in all shapes and sizes. Um, so tell me about your week. Ah, <laughs> the week. So, oh, tomorrow is my nails. Tuesday, Wednesday, nothing. Thursday is my actual B-day. So I'll be going for breakfast with my mother, dearest. And then meeting Jodie for some shopping. And then gonging it at night. Excellent. And then Friday is the big one. It's the party of the century. <laughs> Apparently. So much that people are trying to cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so I'm going for lunch with Jodie Billy and Emma. Lunch. No, a bit a bite to eat before the party. So dinner, really. Mm-hmm. Going for dinner with them and then meeting everybody at the party. Lovely. Exciting. Yeah, I am excited. Is Jodie gonna sing for you? No. She's gotta go off and sing though. She's gotta oh. break away for a few hours and then come back again. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. And then Saturday. Hanging out your absolutely. ass. Yeah, I will be hanging out my ass. That is my aim. I have no classes on Saturday at all. I've cancelled them. Well, I didn't mm-hmm. know that one. Because if I'm not hanging out my ass, then it's not been a good night. <laughs> Something's gone wrong. <laughs> so my aim is to be hanging out my ass on Saturday. And then, yeah, Sunday. Might go for a Sunday lunch. Why not? Still my birthday-ish. Why not? Birthday weekend. Have a birthday week. Why not? Oh, Friday I'm getting my hair done as well. I'm getting it whazzed. I'm getting a... <laughs> that just says to Wasn't me that you're putting your wazzer in your hair and that's not going to no, go very well. I'm getting it professionally whazzed. <laughs> and a wazzer, FYI, is a blender. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I've got one that says sticky ones. <laughs> ones that are like a stick. That's what I call a wazzer. You don't call a wazzer. Yeah, I know you do. That's why when you're saying you're having your hair wazzed, I'm thinking, don't put that in your hair. What's your Um, No, I'm having a wash and blow. I don't know if it'll still all be perfect for, like, the party at the evening, but... Lots of hairspray. How about you? My week, I'm in Cardiff now until tomorrow night. Got an event, conference for work. Um, and then the rest of the week, um, nothing major, gym a few times, and Saturday, get my nails done, having biabs done. Yay! Um, so I've already messaged Vicky, she's called, she said, I'll look up some nail designs for you. Good, thanks. Um, so yes, yeah, so that, and then Sunday, going on a double date with Anthony, Sarah and Adam. Uh-huh. Now it's this meat place oh. where they do lots of meat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds like a butcher's. <laughs> yeah, we just went to the butcher's down the road. A few sausages and burgers. So I saw it on TikTok. Of course, she saw it on TikTok. So um, <laughs> we're going. <laughs> she sends me TikTok videos all the time. I'm like, please, oh, just eat. There's places in Manchester, though, that I see on like, Facebook and TikTok, like you say. Yeah, she sent me one yesterday. It's a birthday in November. She sent me one yesterday saying that it's like a burn book or something. So like where you write stuff down and then scrub it out or burn it or whatever. Um, okay. Kind of like a, I was going to say like a mean girl. Like a mental health know. cleanser kind of. Right, you just get rid of it. Um, and she sent it to me. I said, is that a massive hint that that's what you want for your birthday? She said, oh, okay. I said, well, what do you want for your birthday? She said, well, I'm not expecting him to buy anything because he's coming away with me. I'm going to the lakes for a birthday. So, you know, uh-huh. you're spending money on that. I don't buy me anything. I was like, okay, but, you know, I can't not buy you a present. You need something to open. She said, well, if you must buy me something, then buy me the book. I was like, okay. 
So yeah, so that, that's it. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not doing anything major, major this week. And obviously, major. it's my birthday, which obviously I can't attend because I'm. The I'm other. hoping you're still gonna walk through that door on Friday night. <laughs> and if you don't, and if you don't, what also... are you gonna do about it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I have my. Uh, you give me words. You thought you had trauma you. before, mate. Whoa! <laughs> the wrath you of Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> the wrath <laughs> trauma when it hits you in the face <laughs> swear to god because everyone's asking me how's your mate coming oh, podcast mate and I'm like yeah give you a call you if you want. don't say anything but she's gonna surprise me I can sense it and Sophie senses the tingling do you do you want to check my Ryanair app there's no incoming flights in pending no because you're not coming with Ryanair are you ah 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 <laughs> Who, who, who am I flying with? My magic carpet. What? Easy jet. Easy jet. <laughs> oh my magic carpet. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Sorry. You better come. I mean it. <laughs> because I am hoping for you coming. And I need, I kind of need you there. <laughs> Marion would be thrilled if you came. It'd be great for it. <laughs> and all the rest of them. They'd be like, oh, it's there. I know her. <laughs> I'll be famous instead. <laughs> we'll just sit on the stage going, Welcome. <laughs> Get your clapper board. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring my clapper. Mm-hmm. I'll put it in my knickers. <laughs> We're like, Welcome to Chipworks at Pippa Live. So that's an outline. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just planting the seed, right? I'm giving Please. you a chance now. <laughs> You have only five days to do so. So I know you won't let me down. I know you won't. If you really, really loved me. Mm-hmm. No pressure. You're working through that. <laughs> no pressure whatsoever. Five days. That's more than enough. Fuck off to Cardiff. Cardiff's just as bloody expensive as Spain. Except I'm not paying no, I'll for Cardiff. I'll put you up. <laughs> Not me. You can Cardiff stay at mine. <laughs> Just come off for the night. Pop back in. You did it in freaking Brussels. <laughs> that was a day. <laughs> yeah, do it. It can be like a night rather than a day. You come here at like big time and you go at like 4 a.m. Okay. All right then. Smashing. See what I can do. <laughs> but don't be disappointed if I'm not on your birthday anyway on that note I'm going to have to wrap it up because we've got less than a minute left um, thanks for listening um, we have been Chimwags and Bimbags uh, if you want to email us feel free Chimwags and Bimbags at hotmail.com and, um, and our socials and our socials and don't have time to tell them so <laughs> Chimwags yeah. and Bimbags podcast Facebook <laughs> Chins and Bim 23 Instagram and we forget TikTok <laughs> You've never spoken so far. <laughs> <laughs>